This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com. Any comment you wish to make, Senator? It's a big victory for you. Are you going back to the Senate? I'm going to the Senate. Careful. Now that you've been acquitted, Senator Duffy, any words at all? So if you haven't heard already, uh, Mike Duffy cleared of all 31 charges. He left the courthouse to cheers and applause and tons of questions, got into the, I think it was like a red minivan, and then sped away. It was kind of tough to get into the red minivan. I kind of felt for him a little bit because he was just mobbed by reporters. Lauren Honickman is our AM640 legal analyst, and he joins me on the phone right now. Lauren, let's break this down a little bit. Uh, Mike Duffy... Cleared of all 31 charges. Yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting. 308-page ruling. I mean, that's why it took uh, His Honor Justice Viancourt all day to read it, because, you know, in a criminal trial, you just don't hand out the judgment. It gets read into the record. But, I mean, I guess you we talk about it, it's, it's a moral victory, it's a political victory, and it certainly is an incredible legal victory. I mean, no reasonable. Uh, he found that the crown did not prove beyond a reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt any of the charges. But more than that, of course, and this is what's what's going to be reverberating when you get a judge uh, during a decision like this. And of course, by its very nature, it has that political aspect to it. It couldn't help but have that political aspect to it. But it's nothing short of the. Uh, I guess people will call it, no doubt, a scathing indictment of the uh, um, office of the former Prime Minister, Stephen Harper. I mean, he called the actions of the PMO, the Prime Minister's office, I think he used the words, Kelly, mind-boggling and shocking. Um, he, t- he used the words like, could Hollywood match their devi- deviousness? Um, he, he was calling Mike Duffy a, a, a piece on a chessboard, an unwilling partner in a scheme to cover up uh, uh, cover back 90000 in expenses, even though they were likely legitimate. So it's it, when, when, as a lawyer, Kelly, when you look at a judgment like this, you're not only looking, of course, at the findings, but the words that the judge is using. And, and that's what's important. He said there was no sinister motive, no criminal intent. And importantly, and we, we remember this from uh, another high-profile trial uh, a few weeks ago, uh, the Gameshi trial, you always hear the word credible uh, and credibility. He called Mike Duffy a credible witness and, uh, and, and went through a lot of his evidence and, was, and even said he, he was a little taken back that the Crown never cross-examined him on a lot of the evidence. It's, it's an unbelievable judgment. All right, so uh, he is basically putting the blame on the PMO's office, the uh, that's Harper's uh, old office. So in this situation, he, he's sending a message out to someone that's uh, no longer in power. You know, what does this say to senators now and the Senate in general, this ruling? Well, there's a lot of things in that. Remember, that part of the judgment dealt with the, the bribery charges. There were the other issues with respect to his pre-signed travel expenses, and there were a lot of those charges there. And he said that the uh, the rules allowed and uh, for broad but not limitless discretion, and that's why he found no sinister motive to use his words uh, for Mike Duffy to use pre-signed forms. So there basically, was, he didn't spend enough to make it well, sinister. 
Well, I, I I don't think it's that. I think it it, it has to do with with how much it, you know when you look at it and say, look, uh, these forms were not a negative reflection on his integrity or credibility. That's the important thing because he said that Senate rules allow for public parliamentary partisan functions to be covered, right. and that Duffy was not in financial straits, so there wasn't like this motive there that they could have you know uh, looked at. I think I think the message, by the way, to get to what you were saying is. There'll be a lot of messages there, and I think that one of the things, the, the message behind the message will be, hey, listen, there may be rules out there, uh, and maybe uh, we're not happy with those rules of what senators are doing, so you may want to change them or whatever, but his actions, and again, this is the judge's re- uh, words, were honest and reasonable. Right, and uh, I guess they're going to reassess, hopefully reassess those rules, speaking as a Canadian here and not in somebody in a broadcaster's chair, just because there's a, not a clear rule, it doesn't mean you spend like a kid in a candy shop when you're dealing with the public's money. Right, and and, and that's, that's true, but and we always, what we always forgot about, and you know, when these kind of cases happen, is this wasn't a royal commission on how the Senate should operate. This was a criminal trial with someone facing 31 charges, fraud, bribery, breach of trust. So do you think that do you think the crown was shocked that they didn't that it was cleared on all the 31 charges that's a lot of charges to bring against someone Well you know I think the crown will certainly uh look at this case very carefully and they'll they'll um because as I said there was some comments in there by by his honor about uh where he sort of wondered out loud that the fact that uh Mike Duffy wasn't cross-examined on on certain uh certain things but he basically dismantled all of the crown's allegations I mean, there, there's no other way to, to do that, uh, to, to characterize exactly what it was. But, but Kelly, just remember, I mean, uh, this was, a, as I was saying, a criminal trial. He was facing a lot of time in jail had yeah. he ever been convicted. And he said, and I just want to read you one quote, that he believed that Duffy honestly and reasonably believed and relied on the advice he received regarding his appointment and his primary residence. You know, the whole issue as to whether or not he could declare uh, where he was living the primary uh, residence. Another part that the Crown was saying uh, was, was a criminal act. And again, he said he's, he was not satisfied that the Crown's proven the guilt uh, of of Duffy as a criminal act beyond a reasonable doubt. So, you know, I remember there was one part of the whole scenario, Kelly, where um, uh, Mike Duffy went to visit his grandchild, um, and uh, and there was the you know the the argument that uh, you know again he was using the public dime to do so. Justice Viancourt said, look, it it may have appeared to be opportunistic, right. but uh, and you may have got negative public perception, but it doesn't amount. To a crime. You don't go to jail for that. Lauren, I really want to thank you for joining us on the show today. You know, you uh, have a great way of making sense of something that, you know, 31 charges being dropped and distilling it down to the important points that the judge made today. And I do appreciate it. My pleasure, Kelly, as usual. Have a great day. Thanks. Same to you. Lauren Honigman, AM640 legal analyst. This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.